0: We're going to take a uh, a break for a few minutes from our discussion regarding what's happening in Israel on this morning that we've essentially dedicated uh, to these three young boys and discuss a major event that is happening one week from tonight. It is happening here in the state of New Jersey, and we are joined by a very, very distinguished panel who I bet over the last couple of days have asked themselves, I wonder what the Lubavitcher Rebbe would say in this situation, and we'll discuss that, and we'll discuss the event in a moment. The event is uh, to, dedicated to the 20th yard site of the Rebbe, which is the 3rd of Tammuz. Uh, the event is happening a few days in advance of the 3rd of Tammuz, and the Rabbinical College of America, based in Morristown, in the Chabad Shluchim of the state of New Jersey, which numbers, uh, I'm sure, a, a very high number, uh, invites you to this evening dedicated to the 20th yard site of the Rebbe, The entire community is invited to participate and pay tribute to his legacy. Monday night, June the 23rd, a week from tonight, at the elegant Wilshire Grand Hotel on Pleasant Valley Way in West Orange, New Jersey. The program will begin at 7.30. Reservations are preferred. You don't have to put in a reservation, but they would love to know if you're coming. You could call 973-267-9404. 973-267-9404, Nine seven three two six seven nine four zero four, or you can go to the web rca.edu for Rabbinical College, rca.edu. The keynote speaker on the life of the Lubavitcher Rebbe twenty years later is Richard Joel, the president of Yeshiva University. Leave it to the incredible outreach and the amazing um, a love of of. Of Jews of all background, leave it to the uh, members of uh, Chabad's administration here in the state of New Jersey to invite a wonderful speaker and somebody who can really encapsulate the godless, the greatness of any Jewish leader, Richard Joel, the president of Yeshiva University, to address that distinguished gathering. In our studio, Rabbi Moshe Hurston, who's of course the dean of the Rabbinical College of America, has been a guest of ours in the past. Along with him, Rabbi Usher Hurston, an old friend who is the... Uh, head of the Chabad of White Meadow Lake, and uh, from what I hear, many other branches of Chabad in that area as well. And the Rabbi Ephraim Simon, who many of you know from Bergen County, not only is he a head of the Chabad in Bergen County, uh, but he specifically serves at the Chabad Center in Teaneck, New Jersey. Rabbi Moshe Herson, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Thank you very much. How many times over the last two days have you said to yourself, what would the Rebbe say?
1: To Klael Yisrael in this situation? No question. The rabbi would be there, as he was always uh, concerned, and the is uh, praying for, 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 the, for the, the, the three young men, oh, and for the safety and security of Tuklal Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael as well. No. You know, uh, may him. I, may I, uh, Nochem, You mentioned that those who are concerned about Israel or keep their eyes on, on Israel, Correct. they are, they are concerned about this. Uh, if I may, I would like to say that in a situation like this, even those who generally are not so concerned, that uh, they doesn't and don't think so much on a daily basis about what goes on, what goes on in Israel, they're shocked and they pray in, in behalf of this. This was the conversation in Shul this And I'm not talking about Hasidic Sha'id. 100%. I know you're right, and I accept the public rebuke,
0: but I I, I guess sometimes I'm frustrated that that not everybody is included or understands the enormity of it, but you're 100% right. The outpouring is unbelievable. You know, we've discussed many times uh, the life of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and anyone in this audience who knows... Uh, my father's history with Obavich Rebbe. We could talk about that for hours here. But one of the things my father said was that he was a leader not just of this generation, but a leader for future generations. And I think this situation is, is why, when you walk in, I say, I wonder what the Rebbe would have said. Because no matter what era, no matter what circumstance, he would have had a very um, comprehensive outlook on situations like this. And who, as we learned also from what my father said on that night 20 years ago, who cared more about the shleimut, about the completion, the completeness of the land of Israel and the state of Israel than the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And I don't want to start getting into all the politics. There's going to be a lot of time, I'm sure, to discuss all the different things that are being said about this episode in Israel politically. But if we had a stronger attitude... If Jews in general had the attitude of Chabad during the 2005 disengagement, because I have told you that the only people I saw in Israel that summer who were fighting for the lead, doing what they could for our brethren in Gaza, were those from Chabad. If we had that type of attitude, I think things might be a little bit different. That's all I have to say. So.
1: (laughs) <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's, it's, correct. Not, it's, correct. Not, it's
0: not really a question, but watch, I think that the, is the yeah. leadership of the Rebbe just continues all these years after he's no longer with us.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you felt it necessary, and uh, rightfully so, that on this 20th yard site there would be some type of public gathering here in New Jersey. And the choice of the president of Yeshiva University, I'm sure, is very intriguing to people who are tuned in. Explain why you would approach the president
1: of Yeshiva University to be there a week from tonight? Um, very prominent individual, um, a man, charismatic, a very wise person, very respected. And I felt that this would be, uh, be a, a proper tribute, uh, on the rabbis 20th anniversary, uh, 20th uh, year side. As you know, uh, 20, the number 20 in Jewish life is very meaningful. And especially when it comes to the Yarset of Atzadik, twenty years later, has a lot of repercussions, you know. Uh, um, and we felt that uh, um, having President Richard Joel with us uh, would be a great, uh, a great something great, and probably that the Rabbi would enjoy having him in our know, delivered Kindle address on, on this important occasion. See Rabbi Hurston, when organizations put together a tribute. Uh, especially
0: one of this magnitude, usually they turn to somebody from within their own circle to represent them. It seems that you and Chabad do the exact opposite, that you reach out and, and bring in people who bring a, an, another perspective or
1: another type of appreciation for someone like the Rebbe. Exactly.
0: As simple exactly. as that. Huh? Yeah.
1: This is what we're doing today, uh, now, and this is what we did 20 years ago. We felt that who, who better? Then Rabbi Zef we who spent hours, countless hours with the Rabbi and that had personal experience with the rabbit, that, uh, uh there are not too many Rabbi Siegels around today. <laughs> That's for sure. Chabad
0: uh, uh, from everywhere in the state of New Jersey will be represented Monday night? Yes. Uh, from
1: Shluchem, north to south? The Shluchim, the, the, the 50 Chabad centers uh, in New Jersey, the Shluchim will be there. But not only the Shluchim, they're bringing their lay leaders as well. All right. The yeah. Rabbitsons will be there? Everybody. And everybody. <laughs> everyone will be there. And the public is invited,
0: and you're asking everybody to come yeah, exactly, forward
1: exactly.
0: and participate. It happens yeah. a week from tonight. It happens at the elegant w- Wilshire Grand Hotel on Pleasant Valley Way in West Orange, New Jersey. will begin at 7.30. There will be a buffet dessert, and there is a sponsorship. That's a uh, suggested sponsorship. If you want information, it's 973-267-9404, 973-267-9404. So what would the Rebbe say? Twenty years later, about the growth of Chabad in New Jersey. What are first of all? I'm sure he said plenty to you before twenty years ago about what you've done in this state. But what would he say today? The about Rabbi would
1: up? say today, children, uh, Thank you very much. But I expect you to do much more. So move on. <laughs> the never gave us medals right, for, for the past. Uh, it gave you a thank, a thank you, a smile. But move on. There's so much to be done. Well, yeah. let, let me turn to Rabbi Usher Hurston and Rabbi Simon, who are here. Isn't that
0: sometimes... And good morning to you, Rabbi Hurston. Great to have you here. Good morning, Nathan. I'm glad that this occasion got us to reunite. Thank you. Isn't it difficult sometimes to do all that you do and to grow at the pace that you've done over all these years? And how many years is it now in White Meadow Lake? I'm coming on 27. On 27 years. And yet, you know... That hovering over you is, in fact, this attitude that the Rebbe had over everybody, that as great as the accomplishments have been, there's so much more that needs to be done.
2: This is an integral part of Torah. And the Rebbe definitely was a tremendous advocate of this basic principle, that we are here to accomplish a mission. And as great as the accomplishments may be, only with God's help, of course, but a person cannot rest... Until every Jew is touched, until every Jew is connected. And in today's society, especially amongst the younger population, this is an endless amount of work. When Mashiach will come, it will be completed. But until that moment, we have to do everything in our power to make Judaism accessible to the person who is not alienated, but just totally non Ignorant, if you will. I use that in quotes because they're wonderful, educated people. But ignorant as to the personal connection that they feel, the viability, the pertinence of Judaism in their lives. We started recently, that's already a number of years, we built an educational center. And 99% of the children who come to that educational center Thank God, you have some 90 students. It's it's the educational centers for small children are all people who are unaffiliated with anything else. This is their sole connection to Judaism. And from there, it's the children. And then it's the families, the parents, the grandparents and anything that we can do. When you see your brothers and sisters sort of, if you will, disengaged from that, which keeps the which is the foundation of the Jewish people. There's nothing that you can do but keep pulling another person, another person out of the water, if you will, until the job is accomplished.
0: And uh, with all the hundreds of families that you've touched, and maybe it's an even larger number than that over the years, it's a drop in the bucket compared to the overall picture.
2: Without question. And that is why we never... never You don't rest on your laurels. Never rest on your laurels because... If you see people drowning in a river and you've saved 20 and you say, no, I've done my work, it's time for lunch, that's not the attitude because there's another 50 that are still there. How
0: different, and you're there 27 years. Almost. How different is it today than then? I mean, are there more Jews there? Are, is it the same? You're just discovering them as you continue this mission? How would you describe the community out there in what we call White Metal Lake and what else? It's, it's
2: Northwest New Jersey. Northwest New We're Jersey Rockaway in Township. Right. White Metal Lake is a section of Rockaway Township. So if Street.
0: you think Morristown
2: is Northwest New Jersey, this is really Northwest New <laughs> <laughs> Jersey, right? Way past Morristown. This includes yeah, <laughs> Northwest New Jersey, Northern Morris Counties, right. Sparta, Warren County. One thing, I do see a discernible difference. And that is that the average young person today really is coming from a perspective of feeling very little relevance of Judaism right. in their lives. And this reflects itself in so many tangible ways. It doesn't speak to them. It doesn't speak to them. And frankly, they may never have heard it being spoken to them. Right. It's an incredible phenomenon. Um, even basic uh, precepts that uh, you and I may take for granted and maybe a person chooses to observe or not observe then unfamiliar unfamiliarity exists completely unknown to them it- Shuas is something that nobody ever heard right. of. And for that matter, it's something people never heard of. And the basic philosophical principles and so on. Some people who are looking have for some spiritual meaning will dabble a little here in Buddhism, a little here, a little uh, searching New, spir- new Age spiritual- spiritualism and so on. Definitely searching because a person has a soul. They're mm-hmm. always searching. But to be able to allow that accessibility, all of a sudden, a person who is searching or is not even searching, all of a sudden feels that they've come back home. I was talking to a person recently. She has a number of children with us. And she was telling me that she agreed when she married. She, her husband's not Jewish. She told me that she agreed that they would raise the children with no religion whatsoever. That was the deal. Absolutely <laughs> zero. Zero. And she came to me and almost confided in me and asked me for advice. And she said, my children have come to the school and we eat a Shabbos meal every Friday night. And we're starting with mezuzahs and so on. And how do I reconcile this with the agreement that I made with my husband? <laughs> <the> <inaudible> <poor> <inaudible> <inaudible> so I told her, you're not looking for something for yourself. You're looking for something that is adding to your life of your children. Come and let's speak together. Because there's nothing here that is threatening. Because when a child grows and flourishes and has values and so on, everybody wins. Everybody appreciates. And true to form, we did do it together. Unbelievable. And indeed, the husband was fully supportive of everything that was going on. This was more a concern that she mm. had in her soul. And when it was brought on to the open, to the contrary. But this is your average Jewish person today.
0: America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web jmdm.org. We're talking about what's happening a week from tonight as the 20th Yard of the Rebbe is going to be commemorated in the state of New Jersey at a gathering at the uh, Wilshire Grand Hotel on Pleasant Valley Way in West Orange with keynote speaker Richard Joel, the president of Yeshiva University. Uh, This is a day that we are uh, dedicating to Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal, kidnapped boys in Israel. We're taking a break from our discussion on that topic to talk about this important event that's happening a week from tonight, and then we'll get back uh, to speaking about what's happening in Israel. Uh, Chabad Shluchim and their representatives and uh, lay leaders and people uh, from all over the state of New Jersey are coming in one week from tonight for this gathering. And uh, you have an opportunity to do so. Information at 973-267-9404. Before I turn to by Simon on Bergen County, how many Jews are in Sparta, New Jersey? I know Sparta, New Jersey. You know, I took those roads many times to head up to the Poconos. Tell me that there's a Jewish population in Sparta, New Jersey. Absolutely is. Larger than the Mennonite community or the same
2: <laughs> <laughs> in terms of numbers? Well, <laughs> believe it or not, larger. Really? But Absolutely. We have a mailing list. We have a, we have a full-time Chabad In Sparta, here. New Jersey. You have a full-time Chabad in Sparta, Shariah New there. Jersey. The, What's his name? Community. Rabbi Mendel Dubov. Is a rabbi in Sparta, New Jersey. A full-time rabbi Chabad. Rabbi and, and rabbis in Chabad Dubov. But I can tell you that, you know, it says before Mashiach comes, the terminology that's used in the book of Isaiah, Yeshayah, V'atem tuluktu l'echad echad that it'll be a circumstance where you have to pick each one out one by one by one. There's not a community where, that is concerted. In other words... Right, I understand have, that. But, right. but there, There's no main drag <laughs> of, <laughs> of the Jewish community, no, right? No, no. <laughs> but it's visiting people, and one with the Shemur Matzah, and one with the putting on tefillin, and one with a women's club meeting, and one with a major... Sure, they had a major event. And frankly... Besides the morning services, they had something in the afternoon also for people who needed that afternoon opportunity. And they had a very, very tremendous showing. People, regardless of where they're holding in life, they learned about shavuz for the first time in their lives. They made a special minion. They came to hear the Aseris Hadibres, And the children had an ice cream party afterwards And they were explained why we eat dairy on And so on and so forth It's a, not only a connection It's a mitzvah And one thing you know That the Rebbe urged and explained And some people don't appreciate this That every mitzvah changes the world It's like a scale Every mitzvah changes the person because mitzvah, get at mitzvah. So yes, in Sparta, New Jersey, Judaism is alive and well, but it has to be continuously sustained. It's not going to happen by itself.
0: Understood. Uh, Rabbi Ephraim Simon is here. He will be there on the night of uh, the 23rd... Of June, when everyone gathers in West Orange, New Jersey, and you are the head of the Chabad in Teaneck, New Jersey, and essentially all of Bergen County. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, Rabbi Simon, unlike my perception of Rabbi Usher Herson's neighborhood, your neighborhood, (laughs) I am assuming you know, has a tremendous number of Jews, does have some main dregs throughout the Jewish community, and really has a very strong, thank God, uh, both Jewish leadership and, uh, and, um, and, uh, and Jewish residents. So, I mean, this is something that obviously you were aware of before you got to Bergen County. Absolutely,
3: correct. But yes. yet we do need
0: a Chabad Center in Teaneck, New Jersey.
3: There's no question. I mean, Chabad in, in Teaneck is busy morning, noon, and night. Everything from every age. I mean, we're there. We have a preschool serving from two and a half to four years old. We have children's programs, teen programs, adult education. We're a hospital visitation, nursing home visitation. So from, from the youngest to the oldest, we're there and we're servicing uh, the entire community. And, uh... So, the, absolutely. I want to address one other thing sure. that you had mentioned earlier. Please. In terms of, um, you know, the, 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 uh, as you mentioned, the difficulties of, of, uh, of being a Shliach with that over your head, that there's always more expected. And I would say to the contrary, I think the Rebbe's inspiration, and, uh, to quote, uh, the former chief rabbi Jonathan Sachs, he said, the Rebbe wasn't interested in, in creating followers. The Rebbe created leaders, and that's what he wanted. And when you're, a le- when you're a follower, so when you're a follower, you sit back and you wait for the thank yous and you wait for the appreciations. But when you feel empowered that you yourself are a leader, and you yourself are responsible for everyone in this community and to reach out to every Jew in this community, whether it be reaching out in terms of, of, of bringing them Yiddishkeit or reaching out in terms of social services, of being there for someone who's in need or someone who's in pain, when you're a leader... There's no time to wait for thank yous. You have to continually serve, and you have to continually be there. And uh, that's when I speak to the Shluchim of Bergen County, and we speak amongst ourselves. That's really the theme that resonates with all of us. We feel that that we are here, and, and, and we need to be here for every Jew and every human being who's in need and who needs us. And that's why uh, young men who are sent around the world
0: learn every Jewish skill that you need and study at a very young age how to address a crowd and how to deal with non-Jews in their community and how to represent the Jewish people properly. That's exactly all, right. All that are acquired skills because they're necessary, because those are all skills necessary of leadership. Absolutely. Of those who lead, not of those who follow. Absolutely.
3: You know, in a sense, it's ironic that we're here today, because as I was listening to you speak before, the theme today is Ahenu Bnei Correct. If I could sum up the Rebbe's the theme of the Rebbe's leadership, it would be ahenu Bnei Yisrael. That it doesn't matter who the Jew is, where the Jew is, at what level of observance he is, if he's not observant, non-observant. There's no denomination. Achinu Bnei Yisrael. We are all connected and we're all interconnected. And sometimes when you when you see it, as you mentioned earlier so eloquently, when you see it. In, in a very real state when, when we are facing a crisis, as we are right now, amongst the Jewish people with what's happening in Eretz Israel, But when we are not facing a crisis, a crisis, it's not necessarily felt so tangibly. But that was the Rebbe's theme and the theme of his leadership and what he imbued into his chassidim and into his shluchim, that... No matter what the situation in the world is, we are a bin Israel. Yisrael. That's we are true. all one, and we are all interconnected, and we are all responsible one for the other.
0: Look at the videos of how he treated people that exactly would be thrown right. out of other places. Yeah. I mean, just see the way he... Uh... Now, listen, Rabbi Osher Herson, if you, if you avoid this question, then I'm, I, I, I'm going to totally disassociate our 50-year friendship. If you go ahead, don't answer this question. When people ask me, what was your favorite encounter with the Rebbe, Pretty easy for me. I only saw him a couple of times. So, you know, I'm sure you saw him many times. So of all of them, of all the times, just give me one that would be your favorite. One that you just, you'll never forget that specific encounter with the Reb. What would it be? A specific bracha? A message he gave you? That's
2: uh, quite a question. That Mark. is quite a question. That, me- meaning it's quite a question because all of them are equal to you, I guess, right? Well, that's true. But, you know... When we first started in, in Northwest New Jersey, in North yeah. Township, we really started with nothing. I when remember. I say, I, when, I start, when I say nothing, finances goes without saying. Right. But I'm talking about... Um, no membership. <laughs> there was nothing. Absolutely, absolutely. And frankly, um, you know, there was a small nucleus of five families that wanted to see vitality. Judaism grown. And different in those families themselves. Some wanted to see more observance. Some just wanted to see programming and so on. And I got involved and we did the best we could. And we finally decided that we're going to launch an official institution. Right. I took a group of those original founders to the Rebbe. And that was maybe a year, not even... After we officially decided to found, which was in the beginning of 1988, just January 1988. And the one that was really responsible for spearheading the effort at that time, Dr. Morton Barr, now since it moved down south since then and so on, but still very much in touch, that ever had given a bottle of mashka, vodka. Mm-hmm. And this is not just symbolic, but as we know, it says in the Talmud that when Jews say lechaing together, this brings the closeness and so on. And uh, in honor of the opening of, of our institution, with the Rebbe's blessings, of course, so the Rebbe gave a bottle. And I remember, as we brought the group together to the Rebbe to receive dollar bills, which were to be distributed to charity, and receiving the blessings, Dr. Bar <laughs> sent chills down my spine, because usually people were there to receive blessings. And Dr. Baer said something, as I put it, he was the first to lead. He just looked at the Rebbe and said, Rebbe, thank you. And it taught me something. You know, we're recipients of the Rebbe's guidance, the Rebbe's leadership, the Rebbe's teachings, and hopefully we implement them very successfully. It's encouragement. but but, uh, Absolutely. But to recognize and to be able to say thank you, because there are so many millions, and that's not an exaggeration right. of we Jews, know that, right? that are beneficiaries, that without their local Chabad center, their lives would be dramatically different. Maybe Jewishly, in some cases, non-existent, mm-hmm. but dramatically different. And over the years, it's very easy to take for granted. But those were the first words he says, Rabbi, Thank you. <laughs> and th- those those words stand out in my mind. You're asking me a question. That's a good I mean, one. I like that. But, but this is something that's pertinent to our get-together Monday, the 23rd as well. 100%. You know, besides the inspiration, besides the evening of scholarship you're talking about, high caliber sure. for, for presenters and so on, but that's also a recognition. There's a recognition. Where would I be today without... The Chabad Center that's in my area. For many, many, many people, the answer is mind blowing and quite dramatic. Yes, they may have been involved now in Judaism for twenty-seven years, and all the all past history. But to rethink is to reconnect. So inside from all that we have to learn from the Rebbe's attitude and so on in life and the connection, as was so art- beautifully articulated before, about acceptance and un- un- mm-hmm. unconditional acceptance of every individual and so on, but that concept of thank you is very important. Everyone has an
0: opportunity a week from tonight to be at the 20th Yardside dedication uh, for the Lubavitcher Rebbe. It's... Uh, Featuring keynote speaker Richard Joel, the president of Yeshiva University at the Wilshire Grand Hotel in Pleasant Valley Way in West Orange. Information, you can uh, contact the rabbinical college at 973-267-9404. Rabbi Hurston, you brought us some uh, high-quality representatives this morning. Is this what you have all over New Jersey? Very proud of them.
2: <laughs> Very proud this, of them.
1: This is the type of uh, of shluchem you have? I am a product of the Rebbe. They are a project of the Rebbe. This is what the Rebbe created you know, with so much selfless uh, dedication to, to Amnesty Royal. And, and this is the tribute that we're trying to do. This is, I, I doubt that there is a family uh, in the world today that doesn't, doesn't have some connection with the Rebbe that benefited something from, from, from the Rebbe. And this is the very minimum we can do to come and pay tribute on this a uh, special occasion to the 20th, the 20th uh, year site. Everybody's yeah. invited, especially if you're in New Jersey. West Orange, a week from
0: tonight, Nine seven three two six seven nine four zero four. 267 Rabbi Simon, before we wrap up, we should just say, in addition to
3: Teaneck, where else in Bergen County do we have Chabad centers? Oh, my. We have an Old Tenafly, Fort Lee, Woodcliffe Lake, Paramus, um, and Hoboken as well, which is in the Hudson County, which right. is under our umbrella as well. All these places need a chabad.
2: huh? Now, may I conclude with a short there? Please. You know, just to show you the Rebbe's attitude and so on. My father, uh, living be well, is working in the state of New Jersey for over 50 years. Started on Grumman Avenue, you and may Eben recall. A- I recall. You recall a- Grumman a- Avenue. A- yes, a- I absolutely. remember Grumman Avenue. A- 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 blocks
1: a- away from Wheat Creek
2: Avenue. That's yeah, correct. Yeah. Your home. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, how did my father come here? So the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe sent an emissary to Brazil, to Rio de Janeiro, which is sort of a backward society, relatively speaking, at that time, compared to United States of America. And the the Rebbe, Shliach, Rabbi Weinberg, convinced my grandmother to send my father to yeshiva for one year. My father was uh, intended to go to medical school, but he loved yeshiva so much so he became, a, instead of, as my father says, a doctor of divinity. <laughs> but look at this. The previous Rebbe sent a, an emissary under the Rebbe's tutelage since 1950. And him he sent, he sent
1: him for <laughs> fundraising.
2: Sent him for fundraising. We said fundraising does not just mean taking. It means you have to give to the community and accomplish there. So here, that's one soul. All of a sudden, my father came to America, was sent to establish the rabbinical college or take over the leadership of the rabbinical college in New York at that time. And then all of a sudden, there's 50 Samad, Chabad centers, and so on. The Rebbe's investment and belief in every individual, as Rabbi Simon said before, to create followers, that's not the Rebbe's concern. The Rebbe's whole concern was to create leaders. And that's our mutual concern as well as we address all the people and constituents that we have, regardless of the level of knowledge, if you know the letter Aleph, be an advocate and teach another person the letter Aleph. And that will make you a leader. And that will make you a leader. Thank you very much. Rabbi Hirston, I'm sure
0: a week from tonight will be something extra special. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you for being much. here. Rabbi Hirston, I thank you. I shall give you Thank
1: kohes, you. Great grace and gesund. And Amen. Nachas, and you. the same for your mother. Amen. Amen. Thank, thank you. you. Continue Amen. doing the holy work that you're doing. Thank you very much. You're an
0: asset to the Jewish people. I appreciate that, Rabbi Simon. Thank you as thank well. Thank you. It was an honor to be here. J.M. and the A.M. We'll continue. We have more to say regarding what's going on in Israel. We'll do that and plenty more on a Monday morning at J.M. and the A.M.